Hi, everyone. Welcome back to 7 Minutes With, a series where I interview queer folk in the wedding industry for seven minutes. On today's episode, I'm sitting down with Leela, owner of Curvy Custom Bride an inclusive wedding fashion brand that focuses on wedding attire for all. From dresses to suits, she does it all to create something that is unique to you. Celebrating all bodies, genders, and expressions is the main focus of Curvy Custom Bride, which we love. As a curvy bride myself, I was ecstatic to come across their page and see all of their beautiful work. Wedding fashion has always been a huge love for me, so I'm so excited for this one. So let's get right into it. Hi, Lila. Hi, thank you for having me on. Of course. Thank you for being here. Oh gosh. I'm like, I'm so excited for this one. I love <laughs> wedding fashion, everything that has to deal with wedding fashion. Um, I always have like wedding fashion remorse whenever I see <laughs> like gowns come out and I'm just like so excited to just pick your brain about what you do and why you do it. So we'll jump right in. The format is super simple. We'll have seven minutes to chat. So I'll put a timer down below, like everyone knows, so we can keep on track. Um, but yeah, just let's hear how you got started in this industry. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, so I actually uh, kind of fell into the industry. I didn't like when I was growing up, it wasn't like that. I was super drawn to weddings or, you know, I grew up very closeted. And so I just assumed that I would never get married because I would never be able to be out. And therefore, weddings don't uh, include me. Right. Um, but then I ended up getting married to a man. And I had two kids and after having two kids, and this will come back around, I promise. Um, I ended up uh, realizing how frustrated I was with how close fit. And so, and that was in 2006, seven. Um, and then from then everything became about fit. I didn't like, I breathed it. I like dreamt about it. Everything, I was so, so focused on getting the right fit. Um, I became obsessed with it if, you know, hashtag obsessed. And so, um, and then I ended up uh, getting divorced and needing a job. And I ended up getting a job with an alteration shop and they also do some uh, custom. And, um, and I, I mean, building up to that, I had made a bunch of like uh, Victorian costumes and all of these like huge dresses and layers. And, and I love dressing up but I also don't want a huge closet full of things that I don't wear. So I started making things for other people. um, And I started like, you know, people heard that I sew that I would sew. And so they'd be like, Oh, can you do this for me? Can you do this for me? And I'm like, I might ruin it, you know? And they'd be like, no, you're fine. And so then I would do it. And then, um, you know, and then it just like garnered more, more business And then we get to, you know, I get divorced and I'm like, okay, I need a job and I know how to sew. So I'll do that. And so I started sewing, uh, uh, like doing wedding dress alterations. And it just like, I think I, I lovingly say that I got pissed off with the wedding industry. And that's what led me to what I do now, because I saw uh, people coming in who you could tell were very uncomfortable in their skin. And um, the way that they were treated was fine, but not like super inclusive. And it seemed like anybody who was thin and white and straight, love them. I still have clients that fit those boxes, 
but they were the ones that were given preference. And you look at the wedding media and they're the ones that are getting preference. There's a little bit more going there. So it's really, I ended up doing this because I was pissed off with how things were in the wedding industry. And so I was like, that's it. I'm just going to, um, I, so I was working, doing sewing stuff, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to rebrand. And I rebranded as Curvy Custom Bride. So I got mad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, isn't that like the way that most of us start in this business? I think so. I mean, maybe. I realize that there's a need or that yeah. there's a lack thereof and realizing like that is a place that you can fill. And so... Yeah. I mean, similar for us here, that's kind of where we came from, just realizing that we came across people who didn't want to work with us and just didn't like want, um, yeah, to like do a wedding for, for a queer couple. And so I was like, wow, I wonder if this is something that everyone's facing. And so same thing with wedding fashion. And honestly, just I've, you talked about a little bit of experience of other you know, couples coming in and maybe not feeling so comfortable in their skin. When we went through the process of shopping for our attire, it was the big box chains and like, even like the smaller boutiques, it just wasn't fitting for us. You know, we're, we're 16, 18 standard, like plus size gals. And you know, what does that equate to in bridal? I always tell my, my couples, I'm like, Oh my God. When you go in, I'm like, you might be a size eight, but you might be trying on like size 12 and 14. So like, yeah. don't freak out. Like you, like it's not your weight. It's not anything. It's just the way that it sized up. It's so odd, but no, that's so cool. And I, I love that you took something of frustration and turned it into something so beautiful. So what about fashion interests you? You know what? seeing that it all comes from me being uncomfortable and then realizing how comfortable I felt when I would either have something that I tailored for myself or that I made for myself. Um, that's what I love about fashion. I love when, you know, we aren't the clothes that we wear, right? But the thing is, is that it does make a huge impact because people will remember the first time they met you, right? So why not show up in a way where you feel so comfortable, you're not fidgeting, you're not pulling, you're not worried about like what people will see from the side, from the back, from all of the directions. I like fashion because it can, it can help you show up the way that you want to show up. Yeah. And, and this is kind of off like the questions that I had planned for you, but for you, you know, you mentioned that you kind of felt more comfortable in your skin later in life, post your yeah. divorce and whatnot. Do you feel like your, your identity with fashion and just being more uncomfortable in what you wear from day to day made you feel more comfortable in your own skin as a human being? Uh, like wearing clothes that, yeah, that matched where my head was. Yes. And it's so funny because like, um, I joke with my kids that, and my wife that I dress like a toddler. So, you know, I'll just like pull things that feel good. And uh, luckily I've made them, most of them. So I know that they go well together, but I, I don't like, I don't like thinking too much about what I'm going to wear, but I want to be comfortable when I'm at work. I need to be able to bend over. I need to be able to be on the floor. I can't be uncomfortable. And what I've realized is that the more comfortable I am, the clearer I can be with my voice 
And uh, the better I can do my job because I'm not constantly fidgeting, you know? I feel that. Oh, I need you in my life. I need you to come take <laughs> all my clothes in my closet. <laughs> well, as someone who is queer, how has um, this kind of translated into your work? So um, I guess like, I mean, just because, you know, when you, when you, connect with somebody who's also queer, especially within the wedding industry, it's almost like, oh, mama, you know, <laughs> like you found your home, you know? And so I think that not having to, just knowing that I'm queer, I think that helps people just come in and just be who they are, you know, and they don't have to explain why they want a suit and they're female presenting. They don't have to explain why they don't want to wear a suit, but don't want to wear a dress and want to wear something different. They don't have to explain their pronouns. They just state their pronouns, you know? So like, um, it keeps translating in so many beautiful ways that I don't think I was anticipating, but it's absolutely welcome, obviously. Yeah, no, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Um, <laughs> So I mentioned in the intro, I came across your feed and I was just blown away by all the things that you've designed. So what kind of inspires your designs? So it's funny because most uh, people, so I'm not, I didn't uh, go to school for this. I went to school <clears throat> for uh, theater because I wanted to be an actor and modern dance. Okay. And, um, and then, you know, of course, this is a second career, so to speak. Um, so I didn't go to school thinking like, okay, I'm going to be a big time designer. I, you know, felt the need, filled the need and keep filling needs. Right. And um, I think, I don't know. It's, I think I've lost track of thought, <laughs> my train of thought. That's totally fine. I think, yeah, I mean, it's so hard to, select one thing that inspires it seems like it's been a collective of of your life that has really just led you to started with just you know you focusing on design for yourself and then focusing on design and filling that need and I think that that is super inspirational when it comes to you know designs because it's a work of art really is what it is and so even for myself I did not go to school for this I went to school to be a physical therapist so my parents are super proud of me doing that <laughs> right now um, <laughs> but I, I you know your life experience I think definitely definitely inspires you and I think that's really cool um, you know I think also in part you know, I, so because now I remember where I was, um, because I'm, I'm, I'm not like sort of technically trained, then I don't sit down and just like sketch all day, you know, and just come up with all of these ideas. But, you know, the people themselves inspire me. So like being able to um, have somebody turn back to me and after I've sketched something for them go, oh my gosh, how did you know that that's exactly what I wanted? that's inspiring to me, you know, when like, we have the first time that we talk is, um, it's a video call, it's one hour, and they just info dump, and I'm scribbling, writing everything down, trying to catch the essence of that person. And then I turn that into sketches. And I love, it really is inspiring to me when people stand in the mirror, and they're like, this is better than what I thought it would be, you know? That's amazing. Oh gosh. Yeah. That is a great, great feeling, especially when you, you put so much time into each yeah. 
piece, right? Because it's not like a, a quick sew and you're no. off to the next. They're, they're like layers and layers and a lot of drafting that goes into it. So yeah, yeah it's a lot of work and you can, you can really feel like your blood, sweat and tears that go into each <laughs> item that you make. Um, so you, again, you touched a little bit about this and you, this industry does definitely cater to a certain type of body frame. Um, and so how do you have conversations with those who maybe don't fit that and, and kind of have conversations about body positivity with your clients in an industry that really only prioritizes one type of body frame? You know, um, that's the part that pisses me off the most about the wedding industry. There's a lot of beautiful things in it, but that's one of the things that predominantly, you know, um, my clients send me inspiration and they're all white women mm. and it's a black client. So it's like, how, how are we supposed to help people see themselves in a dress or see themselves in a style if everything looks the way that it does, you know? Um, so one of the ways that I do it is that, for instance, I have a sign that says, stop saying sorry. And um, I do get a lot of people that apologize for how their body is. Mm. And, um, and so I say, oh, there's a sign for that, you know? Um, I also, so I'm, I'm body positive, but I'm also body neutral, you know? For me, it's math and numbers and uh, seeing you get giddy because what you imagined just happened, you know, like the look that you wanted, you're wearing it. Right. And so, um, so everything is numbers, you know? So when somebody says like, Oh, this is a good example. So, um, sometimes people will ask me, you know, does this look good? Do you think this looks good? Do I look good? And, um, I actually never answer that question. So I don't tell people, Oh my God, you look so good. This looks so beautiful. You look beautiful because, when you when you're a squishy person, people typically tell you this and they'll tell you this. Oh, my gosh, you look so beautiful. Oh, my God. And then you look at pictures of yourself later and you're like, why would anybody say that? Oh, my like, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so the thing is, is that how is somebody going to trust me if I tell them what everybody else has told them over their whole lives? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's actually almost in not pushing body positivity that I'm pushing body positivity. And I ask them, you know, instead of, and I will tell them everything, you know, like, you know, I don't actually say what I think of your body because that's not in question here. What's in question is how do you feel in the clothes? That's more important to me. And it, and I can tell like people's breathing changes, their body changes, everything changes when it's exactly what they want. You know, they stand up straighter. They like look at themselves. They want to like look from every angle, you know? So, so it's, it's interesting because there's just certain things that I don't talk about that most people think, oh, of course you would talk about it. You would tell everybody that they're beautiful, but I think that there's more interesting things about people than just the outside of them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is so life-giving. Just to hear all of that because I don't think that that's the way that a lot of people conversate around when is specifically when you're trying on like a wedding dress, people don't talk about just it in a frame of numbers or how do you feel or just like, yeah, the feeling of wearing, wearing a dress or wearing the attire because 
yeah, you're going to look the way you're going to look. I, I have had that same issue with our wedding. I, you know, people have always come up to me and I'm like, wow, you look so great at your wedding. And I have like a minor case of like body dysmorphia where I'm like, I don't see what you see. And, and that's really hard because then you, then it's not, it shifts from it being, oh, I look a certain way to being like, why can't I see what other people can see me? And then it's this whole other thing. So being able to just it be focused on the feeling of how you felt. Mm-hmm. You know, I wore a dress that I, to be honest, was uncomfortable the entire time to like sit down, but I wore it because I was told that I looked good in it. Right. Yep. So looking back on it, I think that that's so just rewarding and just so beneficial to somebody who is picking out their attire to focus more on how they feel because yeah you're gonna be in it for a really long time so like it's really uncomfortable if you're uncomfortable (laughs) my wife actually um had to use the bathroom during our wedding and pulled her shoulder getting dressed because she was like (laughs) basically sewn into it and while she looked fantastic it just was like so we were both so comfortable so we actually made the decision to get into a second look for our wedding because I'm like I need to be in like something that is stretchy and comfortable and made of cotton (laughs) like that is like a little bit more movable um so that's what we did but I think that that is so you're right not talking about body positivity in turn make somebody feel more positive about their body. And that's really, cool. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's almost like not a conversation. We don't sit around talking about, you know, your body is wonderful. You look wonderful. You're so good. Blah, 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 blah. We talk about other stuff. We talk about COVID. We talk about planning. We, but really we end up talking about like goofy stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just yeah. like life stuff, like something I saw on TikTok or, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Love that. Well, thank you. Um, so, you know, you're kind of, I don't know a lot of people who are doing what you're doing and that's really awesome. Um, so as somebody who's kind of pioneering and forefronting a lot of this, what are some of your hopes for the wedding industry? So one of my biggest hopes is for actual inclusivity, not like a month of, or like, Hey, let's highlight in this one magazine on page 50, you know, like actually incorporate people, people, you know? And the thing is, is that like, it has, it has to come from the, it has to come from both directions. You know, it's not one person's job, um, though I do act like it's my job, but like, I do want you know, through like styled sessions and who I work with. And, you know, I'm just like, I'm just wanting to put out more content so that there's, so that there's something on Pinterest for people to look at, you know, so that when you're like sitting at home and it's 10, 1030 at night and you're going pin, 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 pin for your wedding, you know, that you actually are pinning things that look like you. And the, you know, the person is getting married is five foot four. And they have big boobs and they have a flat butt that I'm just describing myself. So like, I would want, I would want to see what that looks like, you know, what, 
what can I, I don't know how to imagine my wedding. You know what I mean? I mean, that theory, right? I'm married. But like, I, I want people to be able to actually find inspiration that is inspirational. Yeah, no, that's, I love that. And I think that that would be so helpful because you're right. I do, I come across the same thing, you know, because I put together mood boards and vision boards and lookbooks for my, <laughs> my couples. And, you know, when I go and scroll through their Pinterest, I'm like, this is not reflective of who you two are as a couple. And it's so crazy. Like, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of times me like taking what they like and really like doing a lot of research to find something that is reflective of them. Um, so that is a great hope. And I love that for the wedding industry. And I, that, yeah, it's a hope. We can only hope. I mean, I think it, in that sense, we're dealing with a little bit of an algorithm situation as well that, you know, with Pinterest, I think that they do prioritize a certain type of look as well. So maybe even moving away from utilizing Pinterest and trying to find other avenues to, to draw inspo from, but really awesome. Well, last question off the cuff, what have you been doing to stay creative in this season? Uh, well, I mean, clients have actually kept me creative. So I'm getting a lot of uh, not just 2021, but 2022 uh, weddings and a couple beyond that. But um, you know, just, listening to people's stories and listening to what they love and, you know, like feeling their excitement about their lives and what they hope to do with, you know, after the wedding, you know, like just like very, like, it almost seems like mundane things, but that keeps me creative, you know, thinking like, you know, what could I design for somebody who likes these certain things? Like, and then I immerse myself. And so like, you know, I just like to like, make it all consuming almost when I'm designing so that I'm not just looking, I'm not looking at wedding dresses because they're designed. I like to look at like art that people like, or like the, the film style that people like, or like music that people like, or those kind of things. And so I think it, it just goes back to people for me. You know, that's what keeps me creative is the people. Awesome. Well, that, thank you so much. Well, that is seven minutes. <laughs> thank Woo-hoo! you so much for being here and talking with us today. Honestly, this has so been such a great conversation. It's and it's been really rewarding just to hear all of your insight. Um, thank you to all of you who are tuning in. Lila's info will be tagged below. And if you want to listen to the full interview from today, because I do edit them down and you only get seven minutes here on IGTV. <laughs> so if you want to listen to the full interview, which I highly recommend, head over to our podcast at the Agenda Collective. You can find us anywhere that you listen to podcasts, which is awesome. And if you or someone you know is interested in being on our show, please email us at sevenminuteswith at thegayagenda.com. Thank you again, Lila, and we will see you all on the next episode. Thank you.